guys, it's Gordon here from the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. Last week, we talked all about anxiety. So in this week's mini episode, we're going to recap what we talked about last week, but we're also going to take it to the next level. So we're going to see how we can manage, even better manage our anxiety. So we're going to talk about that this week. Uh, first of all, though, uh, our weekly update. So we had um, some mixed weather this weekend for where we were. Don't know about you guys. Uh, but we got soaked when we were out on on a walk, but it was nice. We, we managed to catch up with a few friends, went out with them and their dog, um, which was great. So we were able to uh, spend some time out and about playing uh, and Snow got some time playing with another dog, which was great. Um, the parks were heaving this weekend, even even in the bad weather they were heaving. Uh, so it's nice starting to see people get back out to it uh, and, and spending some more time doing the things that we've been missing out on for so long because of the lockdowns, etc. So that's really cool. So hopefully where you are it's starting to relax as well and we're able to get out even more despite the uh, the weather closing in on us slightly at the back end of this year the days are getting shorter even shorter again and they will continue to do so um but uh you know we've got to make the most of uh, the daylight while we can so this week then so last week even we talked all about anxiety and kind of what anxiety means we talked about how anxiety is a- around um things that are unknown that's how kind of um, anxiety is created it's about unknowns and it's about fathoming things that are unfathomable and uh, we, we kind of went into that in a lot of detail which was which is cool so because that gives us a kind of a baseline for how we can improve uh, our anxiety or reduce our anxiety if you like uh, which is obviously the aim here on the life living it and loving it podcast to get to that place where we're living a good life where we're living a happy life a joyous life if you want to call it that We've, we need to reduce our anxiety because if we've got massive levels of anxiety, then we're not going to be living that life that we love, right? So we're going to be more stressed. We're going to be nervous. We're going to be anxious all the time. And that's certainly not what we want. So in terms of reducing our levels of anxiety, we talked a lot about we can how we can reduce our own levels of anxiety, right? So we talked about analyzing our habits and our daily patterns. So if we're getting stressed and anxious about a journey to work, that was the example we used last work. Uh, last week instead of you know leaving at the time that we're usually leaving and and being late nine times out of ten let's leave a bit earlier so that we're less anxious about that trip in so we're not worrying about it because we know that we've got that buffer and yes we're still going to be late from time to time because life happens right but you can switch it around so instead of nine times out of ten you being late you'll be nine times out of ten on time which is uh, a much better much less stressful position to be in um which if we can do that with the simple things in our lives, um, things like that, things that are within our control, then we will have the capacity to deal with those big things that come at us from left field that are outside of our control. Things like the coronavirus, for example, and a change in all the rules that we had when uh, we first went into lockdowns, etc. That was challenging. That was, uh, you know, an anxious time for majority of people, I think. Um, but if we're if we're so worried about absolutely every aspect of our lives, if we're so anxious about the majority of our days, then things like that are going to be much harder to deal with, much harder to cope with when they come come at us, right? Because we're already stretched in our emotional energy, if you like, um, because as with anything else, our emotional energy, there's a certain capacity of it. And once you use that up, you kind of, you get to that breaking point and, and, and obviously nobody wants to be there. We want to be as far away from that point as possible. So if we've got every element of our life kind of in order or as, as less stress in each of those areas as possible when something like that comes up that's outside of our control then we've got the emotional capacity to deal with it 
which is the, the where we need to be. So if we analyze the different elements of our lives that that's causing us stress, the first thing to do is work out whether it's us that's causing us stress or whether it's things that are outside of our control that are causing us stress. So for example, the traffic on the route road to work, there's actually two causes there, right? So the traffic, you can't control that. There's nothing you can do about the traffic. Um, you know, that is outside of our control without a doubt. However, the time you leave is absolutely within your control. So you can leave 10 minutes earlier and that's down to you. That's up to your habits, your schedule, etc. So you can manage that with an action. Uh, exactly the same as something major like the COVID restrictions. You can't influence, you know, unless you're a politician, I guess, but you can't influence the restrictions or the lockdowns, etc. They're just They're just what they are. But you can influence your reaction to them. And we can do that in a lot of um, a lot of cases, we might not be able to influence the actual thing, but we can influence our reaction and our habits built around whatever that um, thing is that's causing us that anxiety. So if we can analyze, right, what is it that's causing me uh, stress? What is it that's causing me this anxiety? What's the root cause of it? So in the case of the traffic example, it's the traffic. Can I manage that? Yes, no, no. But can I manage something around it to improve my situation or to reduce my anxiety? Yes, I can. I can influence the time. So if you go through all the items that are causing you anxiety, you know, each day, maybe keep a log until the weekend, you know, write down the things that you're worried about that's causing you that feelings of anxiety inside, that you're feeling nervous about something, you're feeling worried, um, you're feeling anxious to get somewhere, you're, you know, any of those feelings, make a note of them in your in your journal or get a diary or something that just a bit of paper in your pocket and jot them down as you go throughout each day and then when you get to the weekend have some dedicated time spend an hour going through that list and, and doing that analysis right what's the root cause of this what can my reaction be to minimize it and can I create a habit to reduce my anxiety and improve um, my happiness in each of these situations if you do that that's going to be phenomenal you're going to you're going to have a much less stress in your life and you're going to be feeling a lot more in control of where your life and your day is going so i really recommend doing that so that's kind of what we covered off last week i've gone into a little bit more detail there um, which hopefully has helped a few people now take this to the next level to um, kind of master this I think it's really important to um, so only do this kind of after you've done the first uh, steps that we've just talked about there. Um, once you've kind of mastered your day and you've kind of reduced your own levels of anxiety and you'll need to leave that a few weeks to settle in, right, to make sure that those things that you've put in place are working at those habits that you've created are the right habits and they are, in fact, reducing your your stress and, and your anxiety. So once you've got to that position, you know, in a few weeks time, once you've done that, then come back to this this little uh, tip here, uh, and this is going to take it to the next level. So, um, and this is all about, so this getting to the next level is all about being how, is being aware of how you're creating anxiety around other people. So, and this is, and this is really difficult to do, right? So, um, and everybody, as much as you might try not to, everybody creates anxiety in other people. Uh, and it's usually because of um, people who uh, different personality traits, right? So, um, if you're too high, um, high high eyes in terms of the DISC assessment, the DISC um, personalities, um, if you're too high eyes, it's likely that your core values are exactly the same. You operate in exactly the same way. So, whether you're family, friends, colleagues, whatever it may be. Uh, staff of somebody with the same you know you're likely to get on with those individuals because you've got the same core values and you operate in the same way 
But if you start operating with people of other personality types, which we always will do, there's not one, I don't know one person on this planet who only has a circle of the same personality types of the, uh, as themselves. I think that's uh, statistically impossible, uh, I should imagine. Um, but, um, you know, when you're working or, or around people of different personality types, you're going to be creating anxiety in those other people because um, the same way that they create anxiety in you because they don't necessarily work in the same way that you do or they don't necessarily have the same core values as you do. So, you know, for example... We've all got those friends that are habitually late to stuff. They're absolutely always 15 minutes late. You give them a time, say five o'clock, they're always there at quarter past, half past. And that stresses you out because when you say five o'clock, you mean five o'clock. So, um, you know, there's different personality types and there's different core values. They're not doing it purposely to upset you. That's just the way they operate, right? So, um, so how do you create anxiety in other people? You know, so as as a high D, so I'm a high D and a high I. Uh, high D means I'm a, a problem solver. I like quick action. I like to finish a project. I like to see the solutions. I like to see them really quick. I like to make a decision and get get with it. You know, you've heard me say on the podcast before, make a decision and then make it right. Um, that's very much my philosophy. That doesn't necessarily work for people who are I high. S's or high C's, right? Because they're all about pace. They're all about working at a steady, regular pace. They're all about doing the analysis and make sure they're getting it right the first time. And that's not necessarily how I jail. So where that creates anxiety in me because they're working slower than I would like, equally, when I'm making a decision and then making it right afterwards, that's creating anxiety in the high S's and the high C's, right? Because that's not their core values. They're all about getting it right first time, spending that time to do the analysis to make sure it's right the first time. So I create anxiety in those folks because that's not how I operate. So once you become aware, so the first step is just becoming aware of that, right? So it's very difficult to do something about that at first. But if you can become aware of that, you can start thinking through and you're thinking, right, me doing that is causing that person stress. So how do we counterbalance that? How do we make that easier for them, reduce the stress and anxiety for that person? Um, and you can start doing that analysis. And that's really going to take you to the next level because that's going to make you more approachable to people. People are going to be, feel like they can talk to you easier because you understand their perspectives more. People are going to be able to trust you more because they take you take into account their opinions, their views, and their working styles. So this is going to have benefits for everybody. They're going to feel more comfortable. They're going to be feeling less stressed. You're probably going to be less stressed because you're now comfortable with how they're working more and you're taking into account how they're feeling as well. So you're starting to not only reduce your own stress, but you're reducing the stress and the anxiety of the folks around you as well, which really is that next level. Now, this is this is really challenging, right? So the first step, like I say, is just identifying where you're causing this anxiety in other people. Once you've identified that, then you can start thinking about that and how you can reduce that anxiety for those people. Now, that might need you to work with them a little bit more closely to work through that to understand their ways of working their how they operate best it might be um doing a coaching session to work out how um different people with the different personality types prefer to work so that you can kind of adapt your style slightly depending on who you're working with or talking to um this isn't just for a work uh, scenario you know this is for families and friends as well so you know if you've got a friend that's a different personality type. Yes, you might get on in certain situations, but there's always going to be stress somewhere in a relationship. It doesn't matter what the relationship is. There's always going to be stress there in some places or anxiety. Um, and, and where we can reduce that anxiety for 
yourself and the other party, then that relationship is going to become better, stronger. And like I say, whether that's a romantic relationship, whether it's a friend relationship, family relationship, whether it's a, a work business relationship, whatever it is, that's going to become stronger if we can reduce that anxiety. So let's try and take it to the next level if we can. You know, like I said, let the first elements bed in. Let's make sure we reduce our own stress and anxiety first. Get that on lock. Once we've done a few things to improve it and they're working and we're feeling less stressed and less anxious, let's try and take that to the next level. Let's first be aware of how we're impacting other people, how they're, how we're creating anxiety for them. And then let's go to that one step further and try and reduce that anxiety and try uh, and remove as much as it possible so that we can all live that, that life that we love and all be uh, have a joyous experience. So that's all I wanted to talk about today. Hopefully that's really helped some people. If you've got any questions, hit me up on Facebook or uh, uh, always leave a comment uh, on the uh, iTunes or Spotify. If you've liked this episode, uh, you know, always appreciate a five star review. Um, love reading the comments that we get in the co- uh, in the comment section. So uh, please go ahead and do that if you'd like. Uh, I've been Gordon Doan. You guys have been great. And I shall see you all at the same time, same place next week. Have a good one.